Hey friends, welcome to Real Stories of Life with God, a podcast with a pretty explanatory title, because that's what we're here for, a conversation with real people about their unique life with God. I'm your host, Chelsea Eubank, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's jump into today's episode. Callie. Hi. Hi. Thank you for coming all the way over here. It's way more fun in person. It's like remote ones are a little easier because of people's schedules and having a toddler and all the things, but I would so much rather talk in person. So... Tell us a little bit about you. Okay, so I'm, I consider myself kind of boring. I'm, <laughs> so I've been married to Justin. A lot of y'all know his family, Gurley, for almost 10 years, mm-hmm. 10 years this year. Um, we have a seven year old, Hadley. And for work, I, I work at a pallet plant in Camac, and I'm a production coordinator. And I really love my job. Hmm. I never thought I'd be one of those people <laughs> that they loves love my your job. job, but I really do. Um, <laughs> I work with my dad, which is fun I didn't know that. I always yeah. wondered how you got into doing that. Him. Yeah. Him. Okay, cool. Uh, things I like to do, we have chickens, or I have chickens. <laughs> Justin really doesn't claim them. <laughs> I have 40 chickens. 40? Oh, my goodness. They're fun. I really love them. And so <laughs> That's I don't... amazing. I don't really... I mean, they just lay eggs, and I just, you know, have... Take care of them or tend yeah. to them. Yeah. And um, I usually have a garden. I don't this year because I'm trying to scale back a little bit on mm. what's all on my plate. But I really like gardening. It is a lot of work, though. Yeah. Um, and then I like to read sometimes. <laughs> and mine and Justin's biggest thing right now is just being Hadley's cheerleader Sweet. at her games and at her stuff. And, you know, that's that. that's kind of a hobby. Mm-hmm. Especially, I mean, seasonally, too. Yeah. You know, it's like... It's a new thing every Yeah, season. enjoying that. Yeah. <laughs> I did have one... Um, I heard one pastor, dad, parenting, like, tips was being super into what your kids are into. Yeah. And I thought that was so good. It's so Like, enjoying... Trying to find and enjoy what they enjoy. Yeah. Will mean a lot to them, and it'll give a lot of joy in your family. I thought that was really good. Yeah, Hadley plays basketball, and I know nothing about <laughs> basketball. And all of a sudden, me and Justin... Just love basketball. (laughs) It's great. It it changes it when she's playing. (laughs) Okay. So two of my questions are kind of inspired by something Jesus says in Matthew 22. He's asked, which commandment in the law is the greatest? And he says, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. And the second, love your neighbor as yourself. My first question for you is what currently stirs your love for God? I would say I have two things. The, The biggest thing right now is teaching. And the biggest one is teaching Hadley, teaching mm-hmm. our daughter. And the older she gets, you know, we're able to do that more mm-hmm. um, on a deeper level. And that's just really, really <laughs> rewarding and mm-hmm. challenging. And it's just, but it just gives you this, this knowing that you're doing what God wants you to do and, mm-hmm. and growing and developing them. Um, and then, you know, teaching the youth and, and being with them, seeing them learn, mm-hmm. it's really. And then the other thing is just realness. Like I have mm-hmm. really, the older I get, the more I've come to appreciate just someone's just raw honesty mm-hmm. and just, you know, openness to this is what's wrong with me. And this mm-hmm. is how God's changed me. And this is what I'm asking God to work on mm-hmm. and because I can appreciate that in my life more so than somebody who's trying to look like they have it all together. Mm, mm-hmm. Cause that just doesn't, it doesn't help anybody, you know? Yeah. And it, it's like, it doesn't really help anyone 
feel seen and loved either, but it also doesn't help us relationally at yeah. all either if we're all trying to put up, like, fronts yeah, or particular appearances. But I think that's a maturing age thing. Oh, yeah. When you kind of become a little more content in how the Lord made you and wired you and how he's taking care of you, you're, you can be a little bit more willing to be vulnerable yeah. with someone because your security is not in what they think of you necessarily. Yeah, that's a really freeing thing. Hmm. I wonder if, would you say that also takes, I'm trying to think of how you, someone gets from, it's like the older you get, how someone gets from point A growing, you know, mm-hmm. to point B. It's like, I imagine it might just be a practice thing. Like the, the more yeah. you do it, the easier it probably gets. And maybe there's a fraction of degrees on what the thing is. Yeah. You know, if I just admit to like, <laughs> I struggle with prayer right now or something, oh, yeah. it's different than I'm struggling with this other addiction. To, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's probably varying degrees of yeah. realness, but I think what you're maybe getting at is just an overall like attitude or um, ability for someone to authenticity. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. That's a good word. Yeah. Hmm. And I think, you know, and I, you'll, you and John probably already are seeing this. You are your authentic selves in front of your family, your children, mm. and they're going to pick up on it so fast. There's no hiding. No. Really, not a lot of hiding. And family, if you're yeah. trying to teach them about your prayer life mm. or how a prayer life should look, and they're like, well, when do you pray? I oh. mean, that is just like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. The next one is kind of on the opposite. We talked about what stirs your love for God. What currently stifles your love for God, if there's anything? Oh, yeah. So (laughs) a couple things. The biggest thing is just not trusting God. I have dealt with anxiety more so since having having a child. Mm -hmm. And I don't, you know, it's not like I'm worried specifically about her. It's just this mounting anxiety, and it didn't really have a root cause. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, in thinking about it, talking about it with other people, I just realized, you know, I don't really trust God with her. And I think, okay, I know what her life's supposed to be like, but I don't trust God to do what's mm-hmm. best for her. I'm going to do what's best for her. And that is, I mean, that's crazy. It, I don't know. It's just a default for a parent, but mm-hmm. it's crazy to think that God doesn't know better than you. But I think oh, God has he brought it to it up for me to realize, mm-hmm. like, because I just, I never knew I had trust issues with God before mm, Hadley, mm-hmm. and mm. now I realize, you know, because there's something so precious that you're in charge of and, you know, responsible for and love yes. so much, but you really have to reach a new level of trusting Him, mm-hmm. and that's, it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> it's very hard. It sounds very, it sounds easier in theory. Like, yeah. yeah, that's what I need to do, but in a moment. When I'm tempted to yeah. wallow in anxiety or make a choice not to do something out mm-hmm. of fear or to yeah. do something out of fear, I'm like, this is that moment. This is that rub. This yeah, is when you I, either trust God or not. I'm like, <laughs> I, mean, I didn't even think about the pandemic on top of that. I, <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, because mm-hmm. I'm not worried about it right now, but like when it first started, nobody knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. It was like, do we go? I mean, do I take her to store with me? Or, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it was mm-hmm. just. No yeah, a lot one of knows what yeah. what's happening. And, you know, I mean, it was just a lot of unknown and fear. Mm-hmm. Even if I didn't admit to it, it mm-hmm. was a, like a underlying feeding my anxiety. Mm-hmm. So you just said, you know, God brought that up to me. Have you noticed since then any kind of encouragement from him or a particular scripture or any particular mantra that you're like, this is what I'm trying to practice and it's getting easier in this way or it's not getting easier. It's okay if it's not. <laughs> but does that make sense? Like, are there any, yeah. like, since then, I feel 
or I believe that he's helping me do that. And this is what I'm seeing. So I I've struggled a, a lot with like the, the pain in our lives versus mm-hmm. God loving me. And I know the right answer, but it's like my mind default is maybe he doesn't. Mm-hmm. And I, I hate to even admit that to myself, but like it always just lingers there. But I had a, a really close friend, you know, explain to me the power of words and mm-hmm. of just even to yourself. out loud yeah. and mm-hmm. talking to myself as yes. crazy as that sounds, yes. you know, not in a public grocery store or something, <laughs> but like, you know, just saying the truth about God and mm-hmm. who he is. And, you know, I've been watching The Chosen. Everybody's kind of discovered that, <laughs> which we just did this past year. And it's that, um, if you've seen it, the mm-hmm. episode with Mary and mm-hmm. that and Isaiah, when it's like, I called you and I love you, yes. you know, and it's just mm-hmm. so like, hits you in the face, love. It's like, mm-hmm. it's so complicated and yet just so simple. Like he loves mm-hmm. you, you know, and he loves her and mm-hmm. he loves, he he wants you and her. Like he wants you, he's going to chase after you and he loves you. And, mm-hmm. you know, everything else kind of falls into place. Mm-hmm. I mean, not easily but you know yeah it puts things in a better perspective i um i've been thinking a lot about the especially in motherhood especially in parenthood that if i it's like thinking about my trusting god especially with anna mm-hmm. as like a muscle that if i don't use it it will atrophy and then when she's five or ten or eighteen i'm it's gonna hit me like a tsunami uh, yeah. i'm not gonna know I'm not going to know what to do and I'm going to like fall apart, you know, but if I, if I can practice that trusting or that open-handedness or that releasing in small, easier ways, then maybe that muscle will slowly like at least maintain itself, you know, like that's like just a mental example for me that I'm saying, I don't have to be great at this. It's okay if I still am a little worried about this, but I'm going to go through the worry and I'm still going to do it because if I never do that. If I never put myself in positions to need him mm-hmm. or to need to trust him with her in small or large ways, mm-hmm. then when something big does happen, it's going to, you're going to hit the floor. Oh my word. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. yeah. That's a really good way to look at it. because It's like, it's either going to atrophy or it's going to keep slowly getting stronger, you know? Yeah. Never perfect or never easy yeah. even, or even the most pleasant of feelings. But at least that I have something that's there that's working, that's doing yeah. something for me. You know? you know, those teenage years are coming for <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just think about myself. I was rough as a teenager. <laughs> I mean, I was just, I was a really good kid, and I seemed like a good teenager on the outside. But I was sneaky and, mm. I mean, just bad. And, uh, and that's like hard stuff, you know, that yeah. is stuff that only God can do, that we can cultivate and we can disciple and can teach and train. But ultimately, they're going to make choices because they're their own people. Well, and that's the biggest trust. That's the biggest trust is knowing that God wants their heart. Mm-hmm. And so, like, yes. nothing can separate them from him. Yes. If you do all the legwork and lead them to him, you can't do it for it's them. It's then up you to him. To yeah. 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 Oof. It is kind of amazing, though, how... Because I never really wrestled with that until I had a child either. That tempted me to be like, wow, I don't actually, I've never really been a super big warrior, anxious person. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty content, pretty good with the flow. I'm pretty like, okay, with whatever happens. Anna comes along and I'm like, who is this person that I am uh, right now? Yeah, just, I mean, I thought I needed, ca- I mean, I went to counseling like <laughs> yeah. twice. I'm like, I'm either postpartum or something is really like, 
I need, I need to talk to someone. You know, yeah. like I was feeling all kind of things. But something about remembering my, recognizing and remembering my limits and also God's nature. While I am responsible for doing a lot because I'm her mom and God mm-hmm. gave her to me, God gave her to me and John, you know, like we have a lot of God given responsibility and control. God given control, God given wisdom, God given needs. But they only go so far and God has mm-hmm. to take it. And yeah. I, like you're saying, I just have to trust him to do that. And even if he doesn't like the way I want, I still have to trust that he's right and wise and good at the timing. But it's not her. It's not my life. It's her life. You know, that's what, oh, my just, gosh. I'm glad you said that because that I thought I was crazy for thinking about that. Like, <laughs> OK, my next question is more fill in the blank. It's the truth that God is blank means a lot to you because blank. OK, I said the truth that God is faithful means a lot to me because I am not. <laughs> I That is just a mantra in my prayers. Just like, thank you for being faithful because I'm not. <laughs> and I mean, I'm really so inconsistent about every single part of my life. <laughs> about the only thing I told my students this morning, the only thing I do every day guaranteed is brush my teeth. <laughs> Other than that. <laughs> that and funny. I mean, but God just, as much as I like to imagine him being disappointed and angry with me, I mean, he just wants me, wants my time mm-hmm. and my attention. And that doesn't always look like quiet time mm-hmm. officially with a Bible and a pen. I mean, even just as I'm going, mm-hmm. you know, like Stanley says, mm-hmm. along the way, just like being conscious of him and mm-hmm. talking to him in my mm-hmm. brain. And I mean, you know, there's no set way to be intimate with God. Mm-hmm. You know, when you do that spiritual gifts test, I could tell you right off the bat, mom's not going to be faith. I mean, (laughs) I just know that about myself. I'm all over the place and I'm just not. To me, faithfulness means just like always there, always. Yeah, just steady and reliable. And maybe I hope my child thinks I'm that, but I certainly don't see (laughs) it in myself. And I want to grow in that, but I can also admit that it's, something I'm really lacking. Mm. I wonder if that can be looking at it from a, a bright angle is the things that we know we're not keep us in a place to need God for those things. You're know, yeah. like, I'm not this way. I struggle with this and you're perfectly this way. Yeah. I need you, which is a really, I used to hate being needy. Even with God, I didn't, I, just, I felt like I needed to have it together. Mm-hmm. I had the Holy spirit, I had the Bible. I should know what I'm doing or I should know what to do. <laughs> but you're ignoring him in the process, you know? Yeah. Like anyway, so something about the posture of dependence, mm-hmm. ultimate dependence, like I don't want to be perfectly anything because then I will feel I would struggle more. Yeah. To to think him. about him or need him and I think needing him is necessary. <laughs> like that posture of of total dependence is a really sweet place to be and it took me a long time to get that. That's good. Last question is what is something you're looking forward to? I struggle with this one because I don't think about that Hmm. a lot for some reason. Um, So I basically just think what God has in store for our little family and our little individual ministries Hmm. is kind of one aspect because, you know, my husband and I both work and we have these little mini ministries at work. And then we have like within our home Hmm. and we have a little Bible study we do with some close friends um, and then excited about our churches. Mm-hmm. The whole big ministry. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just 
I can see God working in all of that and never have had that really never have had that awareness to look for it. Mm. So, you know, that's exciting. Yeah. Super cool. Listening friends. It means a lot that you added us to your day today. Thank you so much. Wherever you find yourself on your journey with Jesus, I hope you finished this episode with your faith cheered, refreshed, or strengthened. Until next time. 